Hi, this is Ann Cavero with Speeding Past 80, and today you're going to get a story called My Two Cents Worth, and it's about spare change. Pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters spilled out of our pickle jar all over the dresser. The time had come to count the contents of our spare change jar. Within an hour, the kitchen table held a stack of neatly rolled coins. Who would have guessed we had $55 in that old pickle jar? You see, spare change had a special place in the houses where we grew up. Grandpa Cavera collected his spare change in a certain drawer. He often gave a grandchild the job of counting the coins, and afterwards that lucky grandchild got the money as a gift. Grandpa Smith kept a 10-gallon jug behind his bedroom door. It never did get full, but that large jar reflected his always optimistic outlook on life. Our little jar gets full quickly. That probably says a lot about our generation's need to see immediate results. Somewhere between our generation and the one following us, there's been a fundamental shift in the way we think about spare change. You see, spare once meant something extra that had value, and so it needed to be saved for a time when you might run short. We had spare tires, spare blankets, and even a spare room. As children, my brother and I searched for discarded two-cent pop bottles to redeem for a few coins. We know those discarded bottles could get us into the Saturday matinee where we could find out what Flash Gordon was up to. Nobody talks about spare change anymore. It's all loose change now. Loose change is useful only for leaving a tip for poor service. Loose change rolls forgotten between sofa cushions and beneath vending machines. It lurks in dark corners. Loose change remains forever worthless, never gathered up. Sometimes the difference between spare change and loose change is relative. In the Gospel of Mark, the widow with no change to spare offered her carefully saved two last coins. Her gift was more than enough. On the other hand, the rich offered large sums that meant nothing more to them than loose change. Maybe change jars began disappearing when we lost the ability to see that all of life is made up of thousands of smaller bits and pieces. Have we forgotten that acts of kindness or moments of joy eventually make up the sum of the person we become? For the most part, we've become loose people throwing away minutes on worthless passions instead of cherishing the spare moments of life. Maybe we've forgotten that both spare change and spare time, when added up, is the stuff of life that makes us wealthy. I've got a couple of things I want to mention. On several episodes, I spoke about a book called How to Heal Our Divides by Brian Elaine. This is a wonderful book that takes a clear-eyed view of today's problems. Workers, writers, and thinkers offer solutions that are already working and need to spread in a grassroots effort to heal our culture. Maybe you've already read How to Heal Our Divides. If you have, you'll want to get a copy of Brian's new book, How to Heal Our Divides, Volume 2. It was published in May. This is a handbook for those of us who believe in the power of love and understanding. It's a book for those 
of us who, whatever our stage in life, are determined to leave the world a better place for the generations who follow us. Also, my husband and I have a book of stories of faith, hope, love, and laughter. It's available from Ligori Publications. The website is www.ligori.org. Thanks for listening. We'll meet here at my kitchen table next Tuesday for another episode of Speeding Past 80.